When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, my talkers. Well, it is raining here. It is a little, little weary outside, little, little, little spring-like out there. But don't worry. Lori and Julia here to brighten everything up. And especially because Lori's in Hawaii, she's going to bring us some sunshine through the microphone. So let's sit back and enjoy the LoJ Show. Thank you, Grant. Yes, you are welcome, guys. Oh, since we last spoke, my radio partner and dear friend and sister-in-law has been putting conch shells in her bathing suit top, Lori. <laughs> Please explain. I couldn't stop laughing at your Instagram post when at the very end I hear my brother, Lori's husband, start laughing hysterically. What a great inspiration to have someone who thinks you're funny. Oh, Julia, it was, you know, here's the deal. I'm just making myself laugh and distracting myself. And every day at six o'clock, I say to Casey, okay, I have an idea. I need you to video. Sometimes I do videos, sometimes pictures, but there are these two lovely conch shells sitting out on our lanai. And I thought, (laughs) could those be the original body perks? Has Lady Exercise done so much exercising, uh, not exercising and eating fish? She's grown a pair of conch shells. Well, let me tell you, the lady who was watching from her front porch got everyone in her family to come Stop. out to see what was this And you're crazy in a bikini lady. top and your body oh, yeah. looks banging. Well, I... Um, you look yeah, good. And, and, then I, and then I found a... Uh, a palm frond and I decided to do an acoustic palm frond shot and I copied Keith Richards in on the um, you know tweet and Insta just in case because remember that time he, he fell, fell out, out of the, the coconut tree? tree yeah oh Lori all right Lori hysterical and then the other thing is Hannah likes it so much there's now on the my talk 1071.com web page a whole viewing of all of your your photos are beautiful and your videos are hysterical so i just kind of love this whole collection my talk's making a photo album for you oh that is so nice I that is so. that is so nice so i'll just ignore the few people here and there who are admonishing me to stop with my videos and continue with my joyous have fun nutty one take yes. wonders people- of ideas i I can't believe how many ideas I have. I'm so excited for this fresh ideas, what the sunshine is doing to you. It's lovely. Keep it coming. It makes us smile. You know, we had a brief, we had some brief, like, summer weather the other day, but it's gone. And now it's, okay. it's you know, raining Shoot. and 
It's okay. We need Spring. it for the grass. Maybe it'll wash yeah. away bugs and stuff. Yeah, snow's gone, which is nice. Yeah, Laura, you'd like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mo- it's pretty much gone. If, the pile, did you so. did did you like when I answered the conch shell, "Hello, Goldie"? Because that, the other day, my that, trumpet flower, I could not okay. hear her very well at all. That made me laugh. I mean, I was showing all these to Mary Shibley today, you know, and she's just like. That girl's funny. And I'm like, that girl is funny. And I love the inspiration being on the Big Island. We've got a big thing happening. It's our annual bids for kids to raise money for the Ronald McDonald House. And where we put together, yay, some really cool, cool packages that you probably wouldn't be able to get anywhere else. And some of them you get to experience with us. Some of them on your own. But we have, that's going to be this Thursday, and it kicks off in the morning. And if you go to mytalk1071.com, it's right on the homepage. But I'm just going to let people know about ours, you guys. Okay? Okay. So we we are, it's a little different this time, Lore, is our very first item. And it's going to be available throughout, um, I think it starts at 2 o'clock. No, ours starts at 3 o'clock until it sells out. But this is to be in a suite with Lori and I for the new kids on the block. And you're buying the tickets. So it's buy a ticket. It's not buying the suite like we've done in the past, Lori. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's for the concert at Excel on Thursday, June 14th with Salt and Peppa, Rick Astley, and Vogue. That's going to be a fun one. So those started. Yeah, we're going to. We're going to party like it's 1995. I know we are. And I'm ready, as opposed to 1999. Um, those and that's t- what date? It's, um, do you need to write it in your book? Yeah, June 14th? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think it's a Tuesday night, and then those are $125 a piece. There's nothing extra. If you want to get a group of friends, get them all ready. You can buy four at a time or something. But there's about 12 of those. Then the other thing is that we have the um, suite at Excel for the Rod Stewart concert, which is on a Friday night, July 8th. And this is another buy along. But these seats are 150 bucks a seat. And there's 12 okay. of those. So um, we'll be there with you. And um, people can decide what they want to do. But I think it'd be fun. I was going to, you know, hustle up the Tommy Mommies or some groups of people if people want to bring a group of fun thing to do. Also, you can win, uh, you can hang out with Grant at the Minnesota Twins game on May 25th. Grant, people are going to love this. It'll be fun. And it's a buy-along ticket situation, too, and those tickets are $100 a ticket. Yeah. These are all in suites, Mm -hmm. and which will be totally fun. And then also, we have an announcer of a day where someone comes in and makes all these special announcements, and it's kind of fun where you get to be on the air, go and record with Rocco, and do a lot of fun stuff. Cool. But there's great packages with all the other um, weekday hosts that you can go check out. There's, you know, cooking with Chef Green and a bunch of people, and have a drag brunch at Lush with Jason, and um, Colleen and Bradley. are gonna, You could have a... Um, a courtyard concert with Cat Perkins. That's cool. Wouldn't that be fun? I'd love to do this in my old cul-de-sac. So anyway, all that is available. That's going to be this Thursday. So if you want to get in on the stuff, you want to start, you know, kind of check out what hours they're going to be done in. And that's easy for you to do, right? Yeah. And we didn't have bids for kids last year, did we? I think we did something different. I We different, had it, but yeah. it wasn't experiences. It was more individual type things. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. That's yeah. That's a a follow up question, Lori. And I know. I just feel like the COVID twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one kind of messed things up because we weren't sure 
Well, for True. sure 2020, but we didn't know what we could do and do together and all of that. So I'm super excited because it's a great cause, the Ronald McDonald House. And I, it's there's really some fun, fun packages. Oh, I know. I know. Experiences. Thank you, Lorraine. Thank you, Lorraine. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you were going to tell us yesterday real briefly about, I don't know that we have time, though. We don't you have time. Don't. We don't have time. Right, Here's what's happening later in our show today. If you haven't entered yet... To pick your prize, you have a chance to win $100. We're giving away $100 twice a day at 8.20 in the morning and 5.20 in the afternoon every day um, for the next two weeks. And um, you, if you win and we announce your name at 5.20, you are entered in to another grand prize, which could be $10,000 worth of things from all these different vendors. You can go check it out. But I mean... Some really cool stuff that you could win up to $10,000. So check that out. And if you haven't entered, go to the MyTalk app or download it. And we're going to come back with our story we can't get enough of. It's Lori and Julia, MyTalk. I love this music. I love it. Oh, Lori. I love our Hawaiian uh, infiltration that we're getting this month. Okay, so here is the deal. Um, last night, our story we can't get enough of happens to, uh, had, had taken place on Jimmy Kimmel and he had Wanda Sykes on and Wanda Sykes is one of the three presenters that are going to host for the Oscars. The other two are Lorene. Who are they? Uh, Amy Schumer yes. and Regina Hall, who he- is in Nine Perfect Strangers and many other things. Yes. And so, um, as Jimmy Kimmel, of course, has hosted the Oscars and other things in the past. So Wanda comes and sits down with them and they start talking about, you know, how much money is she getting paid? How are you? I'm, I'm doing okay, Jimmy. How you doing? I'm doing well. You know, they shut down the whole neighborhood for you and your show on Sunday. I just saw that. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's crazy. That's when it sinks in that it's a big event. They have to actually close the neighborhood because of all the media that yeah. converges here. I guess it's a big deal, huh? It is. How'd they ask you? Who asked you? <laughs> when did it happen? And um, how long did it take for you to reply? Wow. Okay, so... Um, you know, I'm 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 at work and I'm I'm working on the Upshaws because uh-huh. we're in production right now for season two. Right. And so you know, I'm I'm we're rehearsing that, and then on the side, I'm doing notes for History of the World too because you know we're we're with Mel Brooks, that with Mel right? Brooks. Yeah. yeah. So we're shooting that, and then you know, and then you know, my agent calls. She's like, "Yeah, Will Packer wants to talk to you. He's he's a producer of the Oscars." And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, because that's, that's what I need right now is, a, <laughs> is another job, right? So, but I was excited because, you know, I, I want to work with Will. And then, uh, and then when they said, yeah, you know, you, you, you're going to, you want to host the Oscars and it's, you know, with uh, Amy and Regina. And, uh, and I was like, uh, I guess I got to say, yeah, right? You, you, you have to say yes. And. I and, said, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I'm, yeah, I was really excited about that. But then I, then I realized that uh, out of all the jobs that I have, this one is actually going to cost me money. It is going to cost you money. Because <laughs> the, can you, will you money? say how much you get paid for this? Do you even know? I don't even know. It's like a uh, scale, probably. It's, it's less like, than that. It's less than that. <laughs> yeah. it's, I got paid $15,000 to host the Oscars. Oh, my God. Okay, And yeah. there was one of me. You guys will probably have to yeah, split all that. Yeah, we probably got to split that, right? <laughs> Which, 
you know, it sounds like a lot for one night, but it's months of work yes. leading up to it. Yes, yeah. it's a lot of work. Yeah, you're it getting really robbed. Is. You should, you know what? Hold out right now because they need hosts. Well, you know? I've already decided I'm just going to steal an Oscar. That's all. <laughs> Good luck with that one. They are, Good they luck. hold on to those things really tightly. And so, kind of like, you know, who does what? He's asking, how do you split it up? You know, he got to do it alone. How does it get split up between three people? When you're hosting with two other people, how do you decide who does what? Like, will you do a monologue together or just all shout out your jokes and whoever's the loudest wins? Uh, uh, we tried that. Yeah. We tried that to see who's the loudest. And uh, I won. But, you did, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the loudest. But, <laughs> but no, um, yeah, we're going to share a monologue at the top of the show. And then you'll see us in different, you know, uh, Either we'll be together, it might be two of us, might be one of us. I see. Who knows? Yeah. I see. But yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, that sounds like the way to do it. I mean, if you're going to have three hosts, that's the way to do it. Right. You wish Amy and Regina weren't and, hosting and, and the show honest, with you? It's like whoever gets drunk is the one that's going to be backstage. With, <laughs> and, so if you see just Amy and Regina out, you could just go, Wanda's drunk. She's backstage. <laughs> drunk. <laughs> That's, you know what? Will you drink during the show? Uh, probably after the first act. After the first act, yeah. you'll have some drinks. I probably will. Oh, that's yeah, good to know. Yeah, because you get, you know, you get the big part out the way, right? Uh -huh. And then I'm like, I'm here to have some fun. It's not like I'm getting paid, you know. Right. <laughs> Speaking of that, because you gotta get what you pay for. You Ooh. want sober Wanda? You gotta, you gotta add some more zeros and move that comma. That's right. You know what I'm saying? You get you getting free Wanda. You getting She's funny. I love her. I do too. I, I miss her. her. Gosh, we haven't I don't watch that show she's talking about that she's in. Do you watch it? I mean No. I'm trying to think of the name of it. I am too. I wish I, I was a follow up thing and I'm so sorry I did it. There's the Upshaws, yeah. which the is the Upshaws. What's that even on? Um I believe that looks to be it's a one season you can watch on Netflix right now, but I don't know where it originated from. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay. It's a network. It's a Netflix show. And then she's also doing the other one with Mel Gibson. I know no Mel or, uh, Mel Brooks. Uh, Brooks, yeah, which History of the World. Yes. Remember the first one? Yes, that that was good. Yes. I know. I mean, how cool and she's she I don't know if we're going to have her talking um about working with Mel um, but you listened to it, Grant, didn't you? What did she kind of say? She was just kind of talking about how she worked with him, and he'll let her know if he doesn't like what she writes. Yeah, essentially that, and it's like he's such a legend that, you know, when you're getting to collaborate with a guy like that, that anything that strikes a laugh from him and her together, she feels like it's just like kind of, you know, and she's awestruck by it. So she's just really kind of, you know, enjoying that part of her life and, and having the opportunity to work with him and that's in the, on that show so yeah mm -hmm. pretty much exactly what you yeah. said so. and here she is talking about who she's gonna bring Wanda who are you bringing from your family to this show uh because that's where the money starts to add up right right my my wife is hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's pretty much the only one that's, that's just your wife. Up. Yeah. Your mom's not coming. I'm not flying any other relatives in. No. <laughs> I thought about it and I, and I talked with my mom. I said, but, I, but you know how you do it where it's like you ask, but you're really telling them. You ain't coming. <laughs> you know, it's that, Mom, you don't want to come to this, <laughs> do you? You know, it's, yeah. it's like that. It's like that. And yeah. did she buy that? And or? she was like, well, no, no. I, I said, because first of all, you know, it's not like you're going to get a good seat. I said, I'm going to be on stage working. I said, you know, if, if, if I thought you, you were going to be like sitting next to Denzel Washington, then I would fly you in. But you're going to be up in the bleachers sitting next to the guy with COVID. That's not good. <laughs> you don't want that. You don't need that in your life. <laughs> she is so funny. She is going to be great. She is. Oh, she's so she, funny. She is. And Amy and, Schumer and the, was really it, funny about it, too. Yeah, she's done some funny interviews, and the Oscar producers have got to be worried because at the BAFTAs last weekend, oh. it was a super spreader event, and almost everybody that went has COVID. Oh, lovely. Oh, I didn't know that. I, oh, yeah. And then the other thing, Lori, is that <laughs> um, What's Her Butt hosted it. Oh, Rachel Zegler? No, 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 no. Oh. At the BAFTAs, the Aussie girl that keeps telling us she lost weight, the blondie, Fat oh, Amy, um, um, Rebel from, Wilson, Rebel Wilson from um, Pitch Perfect. Apparently, mm-hmm. she bombed. Like people hated it. She didn't practice ahead of time. These guys will be professional. Oh yeah, they're going to be good. And and Rachel Zegler, the who plays Maria in West Side Story, you know, she, she is going to be a presenter now oh, at, okay. at the. At the Oscars, the mouse, good old Disney, they decided um, that, that they, oh, yeah, maybe we should. <laughs> our, 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 our movie that got seven nominations, even though she got not, didn't get nominated, maybe we should uh, send a jet to her. Because she is filming Snow White in oh. London, where they, that, they had, like, remember the set got torched and yes, had, like, a lot of... Yes, right? That's the third big set in recent times now, that, or in the last yeah. few Yeah. So, anyway, Disney has, they, like, realized, oh, yeah, we got mouse money and we can send <laughs> the Disney jet. And so the only bad thing for Rachel is now she's at the tail end of Choices of Gowns, but, but she is going to be a presenter on... Um, Sunday night, and I think that's good because I mean, let's have some young people. Agree. She was the star that aren't athletes, which is that's the weirdest it. thing that we heard <laughs> yesterday. Yes. Okay, stay with us when we come back. Great new book for you guys to read based on a true story. We'll have uh, Christy Woodson Harvey with us. The book is The Wedding Veil. We'll be right back. Grant, what's happening with the traffic? Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, it is your lucky day because it is a LoJ Book Club day, and we are delighted to be talking again with Christy Woodson Harvey, who uh, her latest book is The Wedding Veil. We also read, um, you know, she, The Bluff Tree 
series and congratulations that is going to be a tv show on nbc and you've written eight other novels besides the wedding veil but this is your latest and it's just a delight to have you with us today oh my gosh i'm so glad to be here thank you for having me back i've been looking forward to it good oh my gosh christy the wedding veil okay you in your author's note you do tell us how you kind of got the idea of the book and then something your editor suggested. So before you tell us the setup of the story of the wedding veil, if you could tell us the story of the inspiration of how you got the idea for the novel. Absolutely. So um, my husband's family has this really beautiful heirloom wedding veil that has been like passed down through all these generations in his family. And when my sister-in-law got it, um, she loved it so much and she passed it to a couple of her friends. And then when my husband and I got engaged, she said, Oh, you know, you have to wear the wedding veil, you know, if you want to. And I of course wanted to. And then um, I passed it down to my cousin, Sydney, and I was her matron of honor in her wedding. And I was like putting this veil on her head, right, right when she was getting ready to walk down the aisle And I said something just offhanded, like, isn't it so cool that this veil connects us to all these women, many of whom we'll never know? And we were both like, that's a book, you know? (laughs) Light bulb! (laughs) One of of the most important days of your life, but it's always about the book. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) And so I, I pitched the idea. My agent said, oh, my gosh, I love it. This is perfect. And she said, but what if you write about a real historical wedding veil? And I just couldn't really think of anybody that I was that interested in or like a real veil that I wanted to write about. And so a few months earlier, I had been at Biltmore House and I was so interested in Edith Vanderbilt and how, you know, she was really a woman ahead of her time and she lost her husband when she was pretty young. And so she had to keep up, you know, this huge home and basically this whole town on her own and, you know, raise her daughter. And she just was a real force of nature. And I kept saying, someone should write a book about her. And so I just on a whim Googled Edith Vanderbilt wedding veil and the story popped up about this heirloom veil that had been worn by all these generations and Edith Vanderbilt's family. Her daughter Cornelia wore it and then it disappeared. And I thought, sometimes the stories write themselves. And so what we what I came up with was this contemporary historical novel called The Wedding Veil about four generations of women and an heirloom veil and a connection to the Vanderbilt family. It's oh, it's so it is such a good book. I mean, it is oh, just a you. really it is. Yeah, it is really a compelling story. When you say the Biltmore Estates, is that the is that in Asheville, North Carolina? That's it's now open to the public. and It's absolutely huge. Yes, it is. And it's um, I think it's still the I mean, it's the largest home in America, to my knowledge. So it's this 250 room home that is just it's mind boggling, you know, not to mention just the thousands of acres that it's on and these, you know, really intricate and exquisite gardens. And um, it was one of the first forestry projects, I think, in the United States. So um, it's it's a real real work of art and just an incredible place to get to write about. How long did you research, Christy? I mean, that must have been so exciting to do it based on a real veil. I mean, was there a ton of research you had to do? Well, there was a ton because I did write about um, both Edith Vanderbilt and her daughter Cornelia are, you know, viewpoint characters or protagonists in this story. And so, of course, I fictionalized them, but I wanted the facts to be, 
you know, as, as close to reality as sure. it could be. Um, but this will, this is Murphy's Law. So I started writing this book on March 9th of 2020, which mm. I don't need to tell you what was about to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but I had, you know, pictured myself being at Biltmore and being in the stacks at all these libraries in North Carolina that had you know, papers and information and things like that. And then, of course, the world completely shut down. But um, I was under contract and I, you know, powered through. And fortunately, um, a lot of librarians helped me. Some people at Biltmore helped me from afar. And um, I read everything that I could possibly get my hands on, um, every newspaper article, every clipping, every book about these women. And luckily for me, um, it, it actually really helped shape my story. And so I was able to, you know, really kind of hone in on the fact that I wanted to write about, you know, 1914 to 1934. And I actually had a first draft done by the time that things opened back up enough that I could actually, you know, go to Biltmore and um, do some more research in person. And it was great because it really helped me kind of flesh this story out. And I think you know, get those little anecdotes that, that really brought it to life. If you're just joining us, we are talking mm-hmm. with best-selling author Christy Woodson Harvey. This is her first contemporary, um, historical contemporary novel. It is The Wedding Veil. I don't know if you knew about all the book issues we have. So somewhere in the East, somewhere out there in Wisconsin, I think um, a lot of Wedding Veil <laughs> books have been delivered. <laughs> <laughs> No. So Lori read it. I didn't um, because we only had one copy and we're, we have copies to give away and stuff. But it was been this very funny thing with your publisher and we have no idea what's oh happening. Gosh. So it was really funny. But, you know, your friend was on. So you were on in December, I think, for Christmas in Peachtree Bluff. And I think, yeah. did you tell us right then that you were having the book out and we kind of just booked it already? I think that might have been what happened. I don't think we booked it because I remember someone emailing me and saying, I was just on the Laurie and Julia show and I yes. recommended your book. And I was like, I love them. I was just on that show. But now I can't remember who it was. Who was it, Grant? Do you have the... Maybe Kristen Harmel? Was it was it Kristen? It could well, have Kristen's been. one of my best friends. So that would make a lot of sense. I think so. Because we, we've had her on for several of her books. Yes. And she's she's a wonderful author like you are and tells just great stories. So it, it might have been... Uh, uh, Kristen and um, I mean how exciting for you though not only with this wonderful book The Wedding Veil which I was lucky enough to read in one day Lori loved it uh, on a beach oh, on a you. on a beach chair yeah it was just just totally enthralling but um, how excited are I, you I love about that your Instagram by the way I just I have to throw that in wait wait a second do you love our Instagram <laughs> Uh, it's so entertaining. Is Lori not? Lori's in Hawaii for the month. Um, Christy broadcasting from the Big Island. People are wondering, is she drinking? But she has new hours because we're afternoon drive here, 3 to 6. And now Lori broadcasts from 10 to 1. So she gets to have a life, kind of. <laughs> but her inspirations, I love that you saw it. Because I'm on your design site. <laughs> design oh, chic. You. Because you also yeah, have a, des- you. a design, you're a designer, and if you- people haven't been to de- um, mydesignchic.com, it's Christie's design site that you've had forever, which is so lovely. Well, thank you. So anyway, we okay, make sure. my mama. Mm-hmm. My mama yeah. does, and I have it together. So that's, we've done it for, gosh, like 12 years. That's cool. It's a long time. Yeah. Long time. Okay, so Chrissy, I do want to ask you about um, your Peachtree Bluff series being adapted for NBC. When 
do you know when that's going to happen or are they shooting it right now or in production? Well, so I don't know too much at this particular point. I can say <laughs> right. that, um, you know, I, I was on the team writing the pilot, which was really exciting. Right. Um, and so, you know, we have written the pilot and uh, we are still in development, which is really good news uh, because th- these past couple months have been that kind of like do or die time when a lot of things are getting, you know, canned. Yes. <laughs> so we are still alive, which is really exciting. Um, but I think at this point, you know, I don't know too, too much yet about, you know, what the schedule will be like or anything. But I have learned, I thought that publishing was kind of a long, hard road, but um, I was wrong. I mean, it is really television that is the long, hard road. <laughs> oh, I, I bet it is. What, you know, when you had to, you worked on adapting the script, script for the plot or a screenplay, like, were there some basic things that you had no idea that you had to do? Or was it hard for you to make that change? Well, I'm going to tell you what was the hard part. You know, okay. This is just the truth. The hard part was, um, you know, we've been working on this for, like, years. I mean, The Southern Side of Paradise came out in 2019. Okay. And I think it was optioned in 2019. The, the whole series was optioned in 2019. And so, you know, obviously it's 2022. So we've been working on this for a long time. But just the way that everything lined up, we actually had to write the script while I was on my book tour for Christmas in Peachtree Bluff. Um, and so that was very challenging because, you know, I was speaking like two to three times a day and then traveling in between and then, um, you know, trying to, to work with the writing team to, to get the script done. And they were very flexible with me. Unfortunately, they were on the West Coast. So that worked a little bit for us because, mm-hmm. you know, if I got back to my hotel at you know, eight, at least it was only five for them or whatever, uh, which still wasn't great. <laughs> but you had some time to cram. Yeah, exactly. So we could <laughs> sort of make it work. But right. that was honestly the most challenging part was just, you know, being kind of like out of pocket and being away and on the road while we were trying to get the script written. Um, I had actually written a pilot before um, with a friend for like a project that, I mean, you know, it could get picked up one day, but it does not. And we, it was something we were almost kind of dabbling in. So I did at least know the basic tenets of how you write a pilot, which was helpful. But, yes, I mean, I learned so much. I mean, the ladies I was writing with um, work for, or or not work for, but are writing for Sweet Magnolias, the writer and showrunner for the show Sweet Magnolias. I love that show. I love that show. Yeah. It's such a great show. I love it. You know, obviously, they're fantastic, and they taught me so much. And, um, yeah, it was a great experience, and I'm so glad that we got to do it. And you know, maybe if we do it again, I won't be on book tour, and that would be great. <laughs> I, be- I believe you. Okay, so we have to ask you, because you have a lot of author friends, we want to know what's the last great book that you've read, Christy, or that oh we gosh. should be excited um, about that's coming up in Bookham. I have read so many great books lately that, like, how much time do you have? But the one that really that, that popped out to me first when you said it um, is a new book coming out. I think it comes out in June. It's called Guilt, like G-I-L-T, Guilt. And it's by Jamie Brenner. I don't know if you've had her on the show, but you need to. She's okay. fabulous. Yeah. Um, it's a great book. And then, of course, uh, Mary Kay Andrews, The Homewreckers, is about to come out. Okay. Um, she's one of my we love her. definite, always favorites. Yeah. Yes. Um, and we talked about Kristen Harmel. Her Forest of Vanishing Stars is out in paperback. So if anyone, or it's going to be out in paperback in May. So if people have not read that. We love that must. book. We love that it's book. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Okay. It's so great. Um, the, yeah, the, and then, the, do you have time for one more? All right, do it. <laughs> do it. We have time for one more. 
Have you had Patty Callahan Henry on? Yes, but what's her new book? Okay, well, yeah, so, yeah. Okay, well, y- y'all just know everybody. I have no, like, insider baseball for <laughs> no, you. No, but what's her new book? Stuff. What's her new book? Because Oh, oh her new one. Um, her last one was called Once Upon a Wardrobe. Yeah. And it's coming out in paperback in April. She and that Savannah Savannah one she wrote. Surviving Savannah. Oh, I love yeah, that. that was, I mean, uh, Surviving Savannah is coming out. In pa- her last book is What's Upon a Wardrobe, but Surviving Savannah comes out in paperback in April. All right. You have, you, we're so delighted to talk, chat with you again. We can't wait for everything that's happening with you. We'll keep up with your publisher and have you on for whatever's coming next. Thank you. Thank you. And um, Thanks, ladies. Can't wait to watch and see you on TV. The book by Christy Woodson Harvey is The Wedding Veil. It's it's great. Um, we've got two copies Thank to you. give away by Christy. Give us a buzz at 651-641. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 1071 and we'll be right back. Okay, I should have known this. I feel like you knew it and Jason knew it. But last night on the new show American song contest hosted by Snoop Dogg and Kelly Clarkson. I I, I recorded it last night, you guys, and I'm like, I just got to watch it a little bit so I understand what the flow of it is. So I turn it on right before work. And the very first act, because it's 50 different states are represented and they're trying to find the best song and songwriters. Um, It's modeled after Eurovision. Yeah, and the very first act was Yam House, who did the theme music, and I've seen a million times, I feel like, on Jason's TV show. Um, They were up first, and they were in First Avenue, um, and they told a little bit about Minnesota. It was very, I mean, it was kind of a long package, but then they opened with this song, Ready, Set, Go, and Grant kind of sped it up. Um, so you can kind of hear kind of more of the upbeat part of it. So here we go. Here's Yam House. What do you think, you guys? Good song. Well, they're great. They really are. And Snoop's like, my God, that's a kid. I think Kelly said the same thing. So what's going to happen is there were 11 different acts last night. And three of the 11 get to move on to the next session. So this is going to be going on for a while. But the voting closes at 6 a.m. for this first round if we want Yam House to move to the next. Um, we do. Yeah, we do. Whatever they move on to the next category or level or what would it be called, Lori? The next group. Round, the next Thank round. Thank you, Lori. Thank you. And where do we go to vote? So you go to vote at American um, Song Contest dot vote dot nbc dot com but you could just google where to vote for yam house in the song contest and it'll show up but you have to all votes have to be in by 6 a.m wednesday morning so if you think about it go vote from all your little machines i remember doing this uh, before when we were trying to vote for things you've got a phone you've got a laptop you've got an ipad you've got a work computer that's right you've got your husband or wife's or partner's computer or your kids but anyway yam house so anyway it was kind of fun laura and 
And isn't Yamhouse, didn't they do Jason's TV theme song? I believe I said that at the beginning of all of this. <laughs> I just wanted to reiterate. <laughs> and and they did. And literally, that's how I feel like I know these guys is from Jason's show. I think he has them on quite a bit and has really been a big supporter of them. And his song yeah. is great. It certainly is. Um, I know I saw the audio was too long and I didn't want Grant to have to be editing, but uh, Kelly and Snoop Dogg were on Axis, no, Axis or Extra, one of the entertainment news shows. And um, they were talking about how they just hit it off. Of course, they had met before on The Voice. They don't ever even have to rehearse. And Kelly said, I I can't get over what nice fingernails he has and just how he smells and how he looks and he said he said i'll quote him he said dog gotta be spooned and groomed dipped and whipped suited and booted and loaded (laughs) he's so so clever and so funny it was fun it was a fun show but you really i mean that's a lot of acts and backstories and everything you know what i mean yeah well i love that minnesota was first I do too, and I I think you know that Eurovision contest has been so successful. Our Mister Manuary of you know twenty twelve or whatever, Danny, um, he goes every All year the time. to Eurovision, right. the finals, uh, the uh, wherever they have it, at, at different cities. But I um, mean, he said it's it's so great. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely going to check that show out for sure, Julia, well, and you know. Dolly got some big news yesterday. I know. Speaking of music, um, Reese Witherspoon, Hello Sunshine, her production company, has optioned the James Patterson Dolly Parton book, the best-selling, the number one best-selling novel, Run, Rose, Run, will be a movie. I know. It's it's way cool. It's way cool. And, you know, um, some other shows that um, I, I printed the story for yesterday, so I might be forgetting what I said. But Hello Sunshine has been responsible for Gone Girl, for Wild, for um, the one on HBO that we loved with Nicole, Nicole Kidman and all them. Oh, Big Little Life. Yeah. They really are kind of the hot spot right now. And so we're going to talk about them actually um, when we come back because they're responsible for where the crawdads sing. That we're going to talk about. Why doesn't Reese respond to any of my ideas that I have tweeted at her? I just don't understand. We have a new person to tweet at, Lori, and we know this from the Everreeve catalog because I was trying to show you this the other day in our cameras. Sarah Hardin is featured in the Evereve catalog, and she yes. is the the partner, the CEO of Hello Sunshine. Oh. And it's a wonderful right. Q&A. You know, Evereve features a different woman every month. And so there's a Q&A with her, and we got a lot of good stuff here. So that's our new name we're going to tweet, in case you're wondering. Okay, all right. In case you're wondering. Skip Reese. Just skip her. She's too busy, and it's her birthday today, Why? by the way. And Jennifer Aniston said it's somebody's birthday and then she says to my little sister co-anchor partner in crime i love you you sweet ray of sunshine let the love pour in happy birthday Aww. i know that's isn't that a- sweet
That's what celebrities have to do now if they're on Insta. They have to greet their fellow friends. That's why so that's why so many of the A-listers resist going on. They don't want to do it. <laughs> well, they are partners in, you know, the morning show. Yes. All right, yeah, we're so going to take a quick break. Um, we'll be right back.